All right. This week brings, well, this week brings probably the juiciest, best moon to manifest under and uh, maybe more specifically to plant some seeds under and really think about, mm, it is time to tend to my garden babies. I want you to be open to receiving. I want you to let it be easy. Also in the cosmic forecast, we have some very sexy energy leading us into summer 2023. Who the hell is ready? This girl is. Can I get an amen? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Can I just get a, hey, y'all, we survived Merclips season and Ooh, it's a doozy. Oh, that was a doozy. We know that like living through a Scorpio lunar eclipse, like a big, a big culmination is never going to be like, ooh, light and fluffy. But ooh, like we all got a little dragged from what I've checked in with, especially with the Mercury retrograde and Taurus of it all. And I think also this kind of like happening and then a week later was Mother's Day, which I just feel like for everyone brings up something. So I'm just holding you all in my hearts and also just trusting, like we talked about, that was a cosmic colonic. We were getting flushed out, getting rid of the ick, the goo, the sludge, psychically, energetically, so we can move on and really be the bad bitches, rich bitches, or as my mentee Heather says, the enriched bitches that we're meant to be as we move forward, clean, clear, under control, and really just being aware of ourselves and showing up with really clear energy and increased capacity for giving and receiving that unconditional love. That's what it's all about. That's what we're here for. Um, we can make it more complicated. I make it more complicated all the time, but such a good reminder that that is really why we're here in these meat suits, why we manifested in this human body. And speaking of, we have at the time this podcast comes out, we got like five six yeah, placements in Taurus right now in the sky. And I just want to say that means this is your official invitation to enjoy the rich, juicy experience of being a human. It is agonizing at times, but dude, being a human is about being alive and like really being in the physical world, feeling everything, the brutal, brutal and beautiful aspects of everything. But there's going to be such an invitation as we move through this week and really set ourselves up for the next year, really, to really do the things that help us slow down, drop into our bodies, feel more pleasure, feel rest, feel like just good and feel present, especially if we've been like on that spiritual journey grind where we've been doing a lot of clearing and healing, there will be an invitation just to sit and let our nervous system settle and to like look around and be like, wow, actually look how beautiful my life is. And that is part of of the rich bitch energy. And we're going to talk more about that today because we have the new moon in Jupiter, sorry, new moon in Jupiter, new moon in Taurus, 
this Friday, and it's bringing in a whole ass new chapter. It's doing a whole damn thing. And I'm so excited to get into that for you and really how beautiful and bountiful this new moon is. Plus, we have this week, Mars moves into Leo. And I'm so excited because then Venus is going to join. It's going to be a whole thing, kicking off our summer. But before we do that, obviously, checking in. Mm-mm-mm. How we doing? How we living? Oh, just a little vibe check. Have I even introduced myself? I'm Maddie Murphy. I'm your high vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant. And wow, I feel like I really manifested my own job with cosmic consultant. I was like, I obviously love, you know, certain words, uh, whatever, mentor, coach, healer. None of those like super resonate with me. But like, I like being the person that you reach out to and you're just like, WTF is going on in the sky or WTF, like, when should I plan this thing? When should I launch this thing? What's going on? And I feel like lately uh, the phone has been abuzz with the cosmic consultant, uh, people needing to know and people who would surprise you. And that's what I appreciate. That's what we're open to in this Pluto in Aquarius revolution is all of us turning to the cosmos more, all of us realizing we don't got to go this alone. It's not all random. And that really segues me nicely into our Virgo announcement. So first up, we have our high vibe happy hour going down this coming Wednesday, May 24th. You know, we're kicking off Gemini season with a bang. Come click with us, clack with us, connect with us. This is if you are in the tri-state area, if you can get down to New York City, we have people coming kind of a little bit from like the uh, mid-Atlantic seaboard, not to brag, but people are coming in for this. This is one of actually the event styles that we like kind of started this brand with, which was just these sort of like alternative to a networking event, an alternative to how do we meet people in the city and hang out that doesn't involve like going to a random bar and getting wasted, right? Like, so we call it high vibe happy hour, meaning just like, you know, we will have some little like a rosé and pizza there. We're also going to have non-alcoholic bevies and to show up, no money, free ticket, just come on down. And I want to click, clack, connect with you. I want to know who are my cosmic baddies in the tri-state area? How can I support you? How can we co-create? How can we collaborate? How can we just laugh and just shake our heads at this wild thing called life? And I I love this. I have a great story to tell that I'll tell at the event of of my sister being at a work conference in Chicago this past week and yeah, and, and running into a cosmic baddie. And that is the shit I live for. You know, we want a cosmic revolution. I want you to know you are not alone in this, that we are in it together And I want you to find the baddies in your corner of the world and be like, hey, let's create something cool together. Let's have each other's back. Let's upend the decrepit, uh, dilapidated parts of the society together. And then uh, let's like be cute while we do it. So if you are interested, you want to come down, please come. We're going to have like, again, very chill hangout. We will have a few little activations, fun little things to do there, but mostly it's just about hanging, being together. And if all goes well, I think we're going to continue this and just kind of make it a regular thing, maybe bring it on the road. Uh, My, you know, one of my uh, big mantras is like, let it be easy, do less, simplify. You know, I'm really leaning into that with Jupiter and Taurus. So it's not a big elaborate produced event and therefore it's more sustainable. I want to do it over and over again, (laughs) right? We talked about last week, make your expansion sustainable. That's one of the things we're doing with Jupiter and Taurus. 
So of course, if you're not in New York City and you want us to come to your city, let us know. Email us info at cosmicrx.com. We'll do some planning. And I think right now we have like 200, we have a lot of people like RSVP. And obviously I know not everyone shows up at the day, but we have a big space. There's outdoor sidewalk space. Like let's just, let's just have fun. Other Virgo announcement, um, the Astro Accelerator waitlist is up for real, for real. Mercury retrograde did come for me in the last few days of it. Everything I was doing was going wrong. Um, my phone got swallowed on Mother's Day, the last day of Mercury retrograde. It just disappeared for about 13 hours, um, which was fine. I just surrendered when that happens because it usually happens every other Mercury retrograde for me. But she's back. The Astro Accelerator waitlist is up. Of course, being me, I don't have any kind of landing page or up about it, but essentially this is going to be a four-month program. It's going to be small group coaching, like under 10 people, probably eight or 10 people, where we are going to work on something. If you are a entrepreneur, if you are a business baddie, if you are a creative, someone who's doing something, you're already in that kind of like second level of your work, your business is established but you're looking to bring in more ease, more alignment, more abundance, more flow, more self-trust, and just kind of take that acceleration and that launch, but with grace, ease, rest, deep breaths, please let me know. There's the application. I'll be reaching out to people by the beginning of June, or sorry, by the end of this month, just start at the beginning of June. And if this is you, I also want to know, I kind of was interested in this kind of shared group dynamic of a common purpose. And I've noticed a theme, a lot of people reaching out lately are interested in starting podcasts. So if this is you and you're also interested in launching a podcast over the next few months, please let me know on the application because a part of me is like, is this a group, like an astro accelerator for like future podcaster, baddies of America, of the world? Taurus rules our throat. Taurus does actually really connect us to our voice obviously, as does Gemini. But if, if that's you, I'm very interested to know because I think we'd have a lot of fun with that. All right. Speaking of fun, let's talk about our baddie bundle winners, honey. Who left the review? Who left the rating? Who just tickled me pink this week? And who's about to get three free months of our Cosmic RX premium community? Now, I got to say, we had our freaking new moon circle this past Wednesday. And this is part of joining the premium community is we have a monthly moon guide with all the astrology, all the micro dates you need for the month. We have new moon, full moon rituals. We have horoscopes. And in addition to that, you have access to this really cool community platform where now it's at tens of thousands of baddies all over the world who are just interested, right? And being heart-centered and taking good care of the earth and taking good care of each other and being disruptive and being different. And it's so cool to watch you all connect. And we also have these live new and full moon calls. I lead the new moon calls. The full moon calls are community-led. And this new moon call the other night, it was popping. It was buzzing. We were just like crackling with just that Jupiter and Taurus energy. And I'm like, this is so cool. It's such a gift to connect in this way. So if you want to do that and you you can sign up, you know, it's $9 a month, or you can leave a rating review on iTunes, leave your Instagram handle in the name, do it on Spotify. You can't leave your name on Spotify. Just click, click, send us a screenshot, DM it to us at the Cosmic RX. This week's winner is Tigger4502. Wow. They say love, absolutely love this podcast. I love how easy to understand 
Maddie and her info about all things related to the cosmos for us. Am I? Okay, good. That's good. Because sometimes what's come out of this mouth? We don't know. I enjoy the humor as well as keeping things so relatable. I love sharing this to friends to take a listen, especially when new to all the astrology. Thank you. Love the contents. You are so cute. My little Tigger, come on down, bounce on down, get those three free months, slide into our DMs. And if you want to be like Tigger, leave your own rating review. It does really help us. I appreciate it. And I just like, I like it. You know what? I'm a words of affirmation, girly. It feels good. Feels good right here in the old heart. Okay. So let's talk about if astrology isn't real. Now, this is where we look back on the week's news and kind of reflect like what, what was going on? What are we seeing shifting in the pop culture and the political in the, the world stage landscape that really shows us like, oh, how this is astrology in motion, astrology in action. One of my favorite things is literally meeting any of you in public or having you side my DMs or post in the community when you see the astrology is in real moments. It's truly my favorite. I am manifesting a whole news pop culture podcast that comes out like every day. I don't know if I'm going to run it. I'll be a part of it. That's just like if astrology isn't real because there are so many fun moments and I love looking at the world through this lens with y'all. So this week, I'm going to talk a little Leo. I'm going to talk a little Aquarius and talk a little Taurus. So we'll start off with Pluto and Aquarius. Now, Pluto and Aquarius, you know, an interesting story that I saw come out this week was Sam Altman, who, as many of you know, is the inventor, founder, I guess, if you will, of ChatGBT. And, you know, honestly, like me and AI, I'm, I'm just figuring it out. I'm just neutral to it. I'm like, obviously, know nothing about it, but I'm, I'm always curious. I'm always paying attention to the momentum and where we're shifting. And I think in some ways, it's going to be really beautiful for a lot of people. Like anything we do in the society, like look at the internet. It's like the internet has it destroyed a lot of lives and, and mental health, uh, you know, states of well being. Absolutely. Has it also opened up more accessibility, connectivity, information, ability to make money? Absolutely. So very rare in life to be find something is good or bad, 100%, right? I'm just like asking us all to hold AI and ChatGPT, like hold it in the collective consciousness for good. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, can this be good? Can we have good riverbanks, good boundaries on it? And that's exactly, I feel like Sam Altman. I'm like, do you have an astrologer? Honey, because if you don't, obviously hit me up. But if you do, I can see they're giving you good information. So often I'm watching people, especially, you know, in big business, in legislation, and I'm like, y'all don't have an astrologer because you're doing the exact opposite thing we're supposed to do right now. Whereas this week, Sam Altman did admit in front of, you know, he testified in front of Congress that AI could really cause significant harm to the world. It could go quite wrong, he said. But he also said that, you know, this is a printing press moment, not the atomic bomb moment, if we can establish regulations for AI. And he really urged them to do that. And I'm sure lawmakers in Congress who grilled in for five hours, I'm sure none of them are really super like hip to like what AI is or the potentiality of it. But it was almost felt like this therapeutic session, like he was really admitting his worst fears about this and what could go wrong. And so he wants to be vocal about that up front. And he really wants to work with the government to prevent happening. And what have I been saying to all y'all? I'm like, Pluto and Capricorn has had us looking back, really focus on, in my opinion, things that are so outdated, things we need to move on from. Because 
the evolution of our society, the revolution we're going through, it's so different. We need to focus on what's ahead. How do we protect ourselves from things in the more Aquarian way, right? And I've been saying that for a few years. So when I saw Sam Altman bring this to Congress and really be upfront and transparent and in a real like urge and plea, I was like, okay, cool. We'll see what happens. But I, I actually appreciated it a lot. And it made me feel better about the whole thing for some reason being like, okay, so Pluto and Aquarius, do y'all thing. Like, let's put in some growth through Aquarius, but let's have some legislation. Let's have understandings of like boundaries. Okay. And that's all I got to say about that. I am not an AI expert. We're going to do a big round of podcasting. If you're someone who has kind of talking to about coming on the podcast, we're going to do a big batch round in June of recording um, really episodes for like the fall. So if someone here is AI, AI like tech person, hit me up in photocosmicrx.com. So the other of astrology is real moment, really a little different, different shift here on the other end of the astrological axis. Let's talk about Leo energy, honey. Let's talk about somebody sizzling on the cover of Sports Illustrator being the oldest Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model in the history of the mag. I'm talking about my girl, Martha Stewart. At 80 freaking one years old, baby Martha Stewart is living. She is like, careful, you're going to burn your fingertips because this baby is hot. She is thriving. She is working it. She is, I'm sorry, like living her best life. And I love this for Martha because we're about to enter this very Leo summer for all of us. We're going to have Mars and Leo Venus in Leo, and Venus is going to be in Leo, not for the normal few weeks of a Venus sign. Venus is going to be in Leo from beginning of June to beginning of October, and Venus is going to go retrograde in Leo. I'm going to talk about that a lot on next week's podcast. It's going to be such an invitation to own our own mojo, to tap into deep self-confidence that, of course, manifests in the outside world, but that is so much bigger so much goes way beyond like what's skin deep. So Martha has this gorgeous, I was looking at her chart, Leo like cluster stellium. She has her sun on her Leo midheaven. She has some Pluto and Leo up there, which is like Pluto and Leo. Yeah, she's 81 years old. I, I knew it but when I saw it. I was like, damn, she has her Chiron in Leo. So it's actually been a big part of her healing And I could go into so much about how I think that has manifested in her life, but for time's sake, I won't. All I'm going to say is I love this. It really rattled the internet. People were so angry about her, whatever, plastic surgery or her audacity to do this. Or even people were like, oh, she really threw modesty out the window. Fuck modesty. What the hell? Modest for what? If that makes you feel good and she is confident. And I think she's out here doing the goddesses work, reminding us that like, We can all tap into that Leo energy. We can all take sexy pool selfies and we can just turn it out at any age, any gender, any way of like showing up. It's just comes from the inside out. And truly, I love it. 81 years old on the cover of a fucking Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Like, I don't care. I don't care what you have to say about it. That is cool. That is a story. (laughs) I have Leo as my second house, so I really value it but I don't have any planets there. Just like I don't have any planets in Aries. So I really look to my icons. I really look to my Aries and Leo's icons to remind myself like, oh yeah, 
get out of that Virgo overthinking self-critical brain and just flaunt it, baby. If you got it, flaunt it. If you don't, flaunt it. (laughs) So that's the energy we're going into. And the last thing I want to say about if astrology isn't real, it's going to really segue me into the new moon in Taurus is I was doing some research and I, I found a great article from Jessica Adams, who's a brilliant British astrologer. And she was really talking about Jupiter and Taurus. It's growth season. It is launch season of like launching things that last for the long haul, that can make big money, that can shift your concept of wealth. And when we think about wealth under Jupiter and Taurus, I don't want us to just think about collecting money for money's sake. This was a big conversation we had in the new moon in Taurus. Like I work with people and, you know, there's Vanessa, my, my brilliant former mentees. And she's like, I did actually manifest, like I'm independently making money. I feel great. I'm like, you know, in the healthiest financial position ever, but there are still other things, right? Like I still, I forgot to manifest time to rest and relax and community. And, you know, so we have to understand our pillars, our values, and like what wealth and abundance means to us. And sometimes it's very much connected to money because money can help our nervous system relax. But also to me, I saw a meme this week that the real form of generational wealth is a regulated nervous system. And I was like, hell yes, amen. The ability to emotionally regulate ourselves is the new rich baby. So of course, when we talk about new moon in Taurus, Jupiter in Taurus, I want us to think about what abundance means to us, what stability, what wealth means. But in that note, if you have something you want to launch, if you have something that you've been working on, this is the time to sprinkle like the fertilizer on it. This is the time to really cultivate with focused energy and big trust in the universe. Jupiter and Taurus is one of the most like fertile transits for, for growing something. And I saw in this article, like other things that launched and began during Jupiter and Taurus cycles, the World Wide Web, hello, ever heard of it? The James Bond franchise, the KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, the Body Shop, very Taurus energy, Time Warner, McDonald's, M&M's, Apple, like Steve Jobs' Apple, um, U2, Diet Pepsi, and then even Cheerios, which I thought was cute because she pointed out that Jupiter, one of the keywords associated with it is cheer. And now Cheerios is the world's largest cereal brand. And just pointing this out because again, not that you have to have it all figured out right now. We're doing slow, steady growth. We're doing growth that feels good on our nervous systems, on our bodies. We're not eliciting trauma responses. We're not just hustling to grind, to collect more and more and more. No, we want to create more ease, spaciousness, and of course, capacity to help and liberate ourselves and others under this, right? And this is all going to be leading up to next year, April 25th, we have a Jupiter-Uranus conjunction that is going to be potentially life-changing for all of us. If you have something that you want to grow, something you want to cultivate, please, 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 like now is the time to think about those seeds and really tending to them. And we're going to get into a little bit of how we can do that and how we can think about that right now with planetary planning. Let's talk about it. Wait, hello, goodbye. I almost forgot the moon report. What am I on lately? Okay, full disclosure, it is like 5.30 in the morning when I'm recording these. So um, the brain sometimes, she's fuzzy. And listen, I got to apologize. As my in-laws say, Maddie's boss is the moon. Maddie works for the moon. So apologies to my lovely boss, the moon, for forgetting you, Dre Mercury Retrograde, and almost today. If you're new here, this is your emotional weather report. The moon report is really going to help us understand our moods, our emotions, 
how to best find our center, good old emotional regulation, like we mentioned. And um, by working with the moon, we can really just like show up with a much fuller cup for everything else that life throws our way. Okay. So the day this podcast comes out, Friday the 19th, we have moon in Taurus until about 3 p.m. Eastern time. And that new moon goes direct at 11.53 a.m. Eastern. So Taurus moon, just energetically beyond the new moon that I'm going to talk about in a minute, is going to really invite us to ground into our body, to rest, to be really present. I love Taurus moon days for like really beautiful self-care. One of our cosmic bosses and community members, Brianna, was talking about this week, like in honor of the Taurus energy she took a long shower and did a face mask before work. And I was like, oh, I love that. So it's sort of like, what's the self-care, especially it's like the first half of the day. How can you start your day in a really grounded, centered way? Make yourself a yummy breakfast. Go have lunch sitting on a on a bench outside in the sunshine, okay? And Taurus moon days are always going to be good if you need to kind of like Put some devotion, dedication, some grounded, focused energy into something you're making, your craft. We want to look out for with all that fixed energy we have in the sky for just being too fixed, being too stuck on something, being one way, being stubborn. There are always many ways to, to approach something, many ways, you know, in which it's very rarely, again, is there one right way to do anything. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, Maybe there's an opportunity to kind of loosen up and, and tap into some of that mutable energy we're about to get to with the Gemini moon, Gemini season of like, how can we shape shift? How can we look at something differently? And that leads us into Friday afternoon, the moon moves into Gemini. And this will stay here through Saturday and all the way through Sunday evening. Um, so we have a Gemini moon weekend. How fun is that? And this will bring us into Gemini season, which starts this week on the, let's see, it's the 21st, but it's very, it's three, oh, three o'clock in the morning on the 21st. So Gemini season kicks off. So with this Gemini moon weekend, it's like we're getting ready for what our invitation is going to be for the different zodiac seasons. I love, uh, I met up with Carissa Harris, one of our Cosmic RX community instructors, Cosmic Boss graduate. And it was so fun to hear her talk this week. She is someone who's really just ran with the assignment, you know, years ago of like, okay, I'm going to do the thing for the season, right? Airy season, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to take some bold moves. I'm going to make some, you know, take some calculated risks. And then Taurus season, she's building off of that. And she's doing amazing things in, in her career and her work and just in how she's showing up. And I was like, wow, this work really works. It's so exciting. So with that, Gemini moon weekend is going to show us in Gemini season, where are we ready to connect with more people or people we love in a different way? Where are we ready to get out, tap into our social butterfly? Gemini season is about communicating. It's about connecting. It's about clicking. It's about clacking, honey. It's just like spilling the tea, enjoying ourselves getting out, being surrounded by new ideas, inspiration, stimulation. I love Gemini. It's that fresh energy. It's like, oof, someone opening the window on a spring day. So this weekend, go out, you know, check in with people you haven't seen in a while. 
you know, go to a bookshop, pick up a book on something completely new that you know nothing about. See if there's any live talks in your city or your town, workshops. Just strike up a conversation with your barista. Like ask them like if they read anything good lately. I'm sorry, Gemini season, can't stop thinking about books. Play around with your words, you know, do some journaling, do some writing, do something on social media, a little out of the comfort zone. But that Gemini moon, it's like, find something interesting to talk about with someone. My cousin's a Gemini moon and she's always, my cousin Kirsten of It's Giving Mystical Podcast. She is just one of those people that every time I talk to her, she's just chewing on something interesting, a new subject, a new topic. And she'll get them from, you know, reading everything from the New York Times to, you know, NPR podcast to TikTok. And um, so it's like, find some fun new source material, find a topic to talk about, strike up conversations with other people. And this is going to also get you really geared up for your Gemini medicine, which is to be a cosmic connector, right? The mystic messenger. We'll look out for, you know, sometimes Taurus sun, Gemini moon energy, Taurus sun loves indulgence, Gemini moon's talking. So we're going to watch out, make sure we're not talking too much, make sure we're not, you know, taking the mic, seizing the mic and making sure we're not talking at a turn, talking about anything that's not our business, right? So then we go into Monday, moon day, officially like deep in, not deep in, but we're officially in Gemini saison and we have a cancer moon. So Monday, Tuesday, into Wednesday morning around 10.30 a.m. Cancer Moon Day is now before we go into the high, high flying, flitting, you know, like a kite, like a social butterfly, Gemini season. Cancer Moon might ask us to get a little cozy, get a little comfortable with like our emotions, what we're feeling, come home to ourselves, tend to ourselves. So Cancer Moon Day is always like being aware of them because especially if you have like Cancer Sun Moon Rising, these days you might feel, yeah, like out of nowhere, just hit with something, an emotion, a feeling, a nostalgia. And it's just the most important thing is to drop in, feel, see what this thing, with this emotion, with this vibe, with this energy, see what it's teaching you and see how you can, like I said, come back to your home, come back home to yourself more deeply. We're going to look out for Gemini Sun Cancer Moon. We're going to look out for being passive aggressive. We don't like that, honey. We're going to be direct. Clarity is kindness. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. So just practice being direct with your needs, with other people, being clear. Then into Wednesday at 1030, we got a Leo moon. Hello. We're all like a moon in Martha Stewart energy. So Wednesday, Thursday, I mean, Gemini sun, Leo moon, it's a good time, right? We are gearing up. This is like, to me, this is like the energy of like, we're getting ready for Pride Month. We are getting ready to be out in that like late spring, early summer vibe. And this is like, let's get out, you know, put on something where you feel too hot, too trot, like really put some attention in, into how you're presenting yourself, right? Like doing your hair, styling your hair, putting on a little extra glamour magic makeup, getting dressed up, and then like going out and seeing what that confidence does. Like again, the connection with different people. Um, just seeing how the world inspires you. It's like, it really is. It's like, this is like our spring awakening energy. Leo moon, being playful, being sexy, being hot. If you're if you're single or in an open relationship, go like have a random make out. I don't know, please, for me, I love it. Like, please do it. And that Leo moon energy, the Gemini sun, it's just sexy. I'm circling that in my calendar. I'm definitely, I think that leads us into Memorial Day weekend here in the States. 
So like, hell yes, hell yes to just living your best fucking life, right? Like someone's as a, as one of our workout instructors uh, that Audrey and I go to says, someone's got to have a good day. Why not you? And I think that Gemini sun, Leo moon, that is it. We'll just look out for, again, being dramatic, gossiping. We just want to make sure that we're like uh, being mindful of our words that day and using them as, as blessings, not as curses. So now this for real now brings me into planetary planning. So this week, the big headlines we have on the 19th, new moon in Taurus. May 20th, Mars enters Leo and the 21st, Sun enters Gemini. And then there are other amazing things happening, but those are the big, big, big things I want us to focus on for right now. Okay. So this back to back first, new moon in Taurus, we're going to talk about this. This is probably one of the best new moons of the year to manifest under, like I said, or just to get really clear on your worthiness and what you know feeling abundant means to you. And if you're listening to this and it's like Monday, you always have three days after the new moon to work with this energy, of course. And then we go into this other like fun, sexy, flirty, 30 flirty and thriving energy on the 20th and 21st. But let's, let's talk about this new moon in Taurus and, and why, why is it so juicy? So new moon in Taurus, this new moon, we are going to have this insane amount of Taurus planets in the sky. So not only do we have the sun and moon in Taurus, we have the North Node, we have Mercury, we have Uranus, we have the asteroid Vesta, and now we have Jupiter entering Taurus. Jupiter hasn't been in Taurus in 12 years, so that's so exciting. And also I want to point out, this is the first new moon in Taurus since 2021 that isn't an eclipse. So if you have a Taurus, especially moon, but like, you know, sun or rising, this is the first Taurus new moon that's not like, ooh, bring in some huge, big earthquake shakeup energy. It's very harmonious. It's very ripe. It's juicy. It's fertile. It's full of like providence and peace and this feeling of like prosperity that just comes from really like this inner state, right? So the moon loves being in Taurus. So already we're feeling good. We're kind of like the moon is living her best life as she moves through like the bodacious bull sign. And for all of us, we're feeling an invitation to really like better tend to our needs, our comfort, our connection to emotions, our emotions to connection to nature, permission to feel more pleasure, sense of security. And there's something as this new moon energy comes in where I want you to really think about intentions for like, how good can I feel right over this next six months of this year? How can I begin to shift and reprogram my nervous system to know that like my being at rest, my being in pleasure, my feeling good can actually be my natural state. This is not easy work. It's not just one big, you know, one mindset, one mantra, one yoga class, one whatever Reiki session, and you're going to feel this way. It's a practice, right? But that which you practice, you become. So can you bring in like pleasure practices? Can you, under this new moon in Taurus, think about like, what would it mean for me to feel really secure and stable in myself? What would it feel like to show up just relaxed and grounded and centered for my life? And of course, that is the true wealth, baby. Like that is the true rich bitch energy. And also, you know, how can I 
really be in, in pleasure. And pleasure and abundance are very inextricably linked. And there's something in this of like, especially because we're coming off of these wild eclipses in Taurus. So I want you to think about, you know, before we can think about moving forward, I want you to think about what have you cultivated and built and rebuilt in your life since November, 2021, but especially January, 2022. Look how far you've come. And I want you to like close your eyes and breathe into that for a second. And I want you to allow it to feel good. I want you to feel really proud of the beautiful life that maybe you've created or you've started to create around you. And I want you to like sit in that feeling of feeling proud and feeling good and feeling complete in that. Because like, I know from working with a lot of you in our community, um, my clients, my friends, my family, uh, just even like the DMs I get from you, like we've been on a journey. We really have. We've been on a journey. And a lot of people have been doing some of this deep excavation work, this challenging but rewarding expansion work. And like, we're really feeling the payoff of it, but I want you to sit. It's so easy in life to go to the next thing. We were talking about this in our call, like the next big accomplishment, the milestone that keeps us so caught up in this rat race and this hustle in this really like dysregulated state. So I want you to also like feel some kind of ease with this like fertile, moist, like earth, below. sorry, I don't like that word, but like this like rich, juicy earth below your feet of like, I've made it, I'm here. And now maybe under this new moon, I just want to call in more of this, whatever this pleasurable feeling is for you, whatever you're proud of, whatever feels good in your life. I what you're going through, there is something in your life that is good and juicy right now. And it might be small and a little seed, but that's okay. We can do a lot. We can get a lot of fruit from a little seed. Um, so thinking about this dreamy energy, I also want us to think about this, again, this concept of like rest and enjoying this like bountiful, beautiful growth around us. We know we've been in Jupiter and Aries um, since last spring. Jupiter and Aries went in May 10th and we were there through the end of October took a little break, went back in end of December, and we just finished. And Jupiter in Aries was run for your damn life. Like go further. We are getting the fuck out of here. Whatever that is, whatever situation that you might have found yourself in, and maybe we started realizing it around 2020, 2021, there was this invitation with Jupiter in Aries to go fast, right? It was the year especially 2022 was the year of the water tiger. And in the Chinese new year, the Chinese astrological calendar is very tied to Jupiter. And that Jupiter in Aries was like, get out of dog. Like, you know, the building is burning down, run far away. Don't look back, go to somewhere new, a new frontier, jump to a new timeline, leave this behind, burn it all down. If you need to take a big risk. And I watched so many of you, I could cry. I watched so many of you do it. And it's fucking bold. It's bad bitch energy. It's warrior shit. And I'm really proud of you. But now I want you to like begin to sit in the place of like rest and letting yourself regulate and letting yourself drop in like here, what's around you? Like again, feel the earth below your feet. You've made it. You're safe. And now Jupiter and Taurus is like, let's grow. Let's tend to your luscious garden. And oh, it's so yummy. I love it. Um, so I want you to think about that. And under this new moon, um, you know, setting intentions around your security, your stability, comfort, um, how you seek pleasure, how you enjoy pleasure. Um, of course, things around your personal finances, but definitely things around your personal values. What do you value, right? Money is important, but money is only important 
in so much that we can live in alignment with our values and have freedom to do so, right? If we don't like a job, if our boss is being an asshole, we can leave, right? If our, our family doesn't support our decisions, we can have financial sovereignty, right? My, my mentees pointed out like money is really only important for other humans. <laughs> and it's like so true. Um, but, you know, as of right now, we do have to deal usually with other humans unless you're like listening to this from somewhere deep in the woods or in a mountain or in a jungle. And, you know, if so, take me with you. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Thinking about our values is so important under these new moons. And, um, you know, the new moon has some really beautiful, harmonious connections. One is with Neptune and Pisces. And there's really stirring up this creative, romantic, supportive atmosphere. Also, maybe looking at where we're clearing some old subconscious things, some things around illusion. And Neptune and Pisces always wants us to like dream big. And it's also um, making a really harmonious connection with the Mars and Cancer, which is like really like taking action in terms of like being our own like mama bear. What's something again that'll help us feel really secure and safe in the world? And like, how can we make that a priority? Lots happening, very like nurturing energy. There's something in this moon that's also like, you're so worthy. You're worthy of this baby. You are worthy of feeling good. You are worthy of deep breaths. You are worthy of rest. You're worthy of the beauty that Mama Earth serves up for us every damn day, right? And I know so many of you are, are really tapping into that worth and really like learning to stand in that. And I'm so proud of you. So thinking about under this new moon, you know, what do I need to feel secure and stable? Um, what does it mean for me to have a bountiful, abundant life? Um, how can I nourish myself even more? And like, also like, what are the things I want to call in around art and beauty and pleasure? Like the things that make life worth living again, the things that make life in this human meat suit, like why, why we did this, why we dropped in, we could all be light beams. We could all be bing, bing, bing around like the ninth dimension together. We probably have done that before. Super fun. Love that for us. But there's also something about dropping into this human body that is so, unique and so potent and so like, oh, it's a wild ride. But like the things that make life worth living, we talked about, right? Like watching a sunset and just being like, holy shit, cuddling with someone you love, eating a bite of like your favorite food. Someone I, my friend was talking about like just their whole spiritual sexual experience with eating crab rangoon. I was like, damn, we're so lucky to be alive and like eat things and taste things like that. Driving with your favorite song all the way up with someone you love in the passenger seat and windows down and just like belting out your favorite song, right? Like being in a stadium, all of any of you who got to see Tay Tay, maybe like on this tour, like being in a stadium singing with tens of thousands of people in unison, one of your favorite songs. And just like, these are the things, Right smelling honeysuckle on like a warm summer night. Just, wow. Like we get to do this. We get to be a human and it comes with some baggage. That's for sure. It comes with some fine print. I don't know if I read it so carefully when I signed up, but I do want you to think about that, right? Like let this moon take you, let this moon bring you somewhere. Just trust, trust where it's guiding you. Trust what's coming up. We have so much growth, so much growth coming our way. Growth and growth through simplicity and joy and ease. And we love that for you. 
so all that's happening. And then, like I said, shortly after that, we have the day after Mars moves into Leo. Now, Mars and Leo is going to be very interesting because, like I said, it enters on May 20th and it'll be there through July 10th. And this is going to be, you know, Mars only goes into a sign every two years. So you could look back. Mars was in Leo in the summer of 2020. I remember working with my cosmic bosses at that time and we were all just going through it, right? We were deep in 2020, deep in we had lockdown, we had the pandemic, we had like racial equity wars, we had just dealing with everything, like everything that, right, that whole like spring into early summer. And I remember being like, okay, we do have a Mars and Leo summer. And I think that that's going to be sexy for us. And it really was. I remember like everyone was like, wow, that was such a boost. It was such a new injection of confidence, of playfulness, of passion, of just like owning your mojo, right? owning that Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated Energy. Um, So I'm going to encourage all of you to like, this is like Mars is always our inner warrior, our inner gas tank, our inner like divine drive. It's taking us somewhere. And so Mars and Leo wants you to follow the Leo things, do things from the heart, lead with authenticity, lead with courage, be the queen or king or queen of your own queendom, right? Like maybe if something's going on, especially if Venus is going to enter Leo later, if some shit's been going down that you don't like in your life, we live in a democracy here in the US and we're, we're, we're hopefully fighting for that. But in your life, it doesn't have to be a democracy. Your life and your decisions about what's best for you can be a monarchy. And I do want you to invite that in under Mars and Leo. We want to be gracious. We want to be like, you know, we don't want to plunder or loot. We don't want to be like some toxic monarchy vibes, but we can also say, Hey, this is my life. This is my choice. This is what's important for me. And this is how I defend that. And this is how I go after that. And this is how I really get clear on who the F I am. So Mars and Leo might be asking you to do that. Mars and Leo might be asking you to take something public, be seen, put yourself out there. It might ask you to like fight on behalf of your inner child for your joy actively working for that joy and that pleasure. And I'm going to talk about next week. We have Venus and Leo joining. So it's going to be, it's going to be so fun, especially like June into early July when we have both of them in the sky. And for any of you Leo placements, we will be talking about Venus will go retrograde in Leo, but whatever. This will be the first time since 2020 where we don't have Saturn opposite kind of being the boner killer to Leo. Um, So Hooray for that. And then we enter Gemini season and all of us get a breath of fresh air. All of us are going to be called to be more curious, to connect, to put ourselves out there, to use our voice, to flirt, to clack, to just vibe and like feel how good it is again to allow like our brain to be stimulated and how fun it is to to be social and to connect with other people. So that's where I'm going to leave you for today really yummy astrology coming up, but like big, big, big new shifts, big beginnings. Um, so I just want you to honor that. And even just the awareness that it's happening is all you have to like, you know, quote unquote do astrology and the cosmos aren't like middle school teacher. Who's like checking your homework every night. It's not about like doing, you know, if you don't have time to do a proper new moon ritual or you don't know how exactly how to make the most of this, it's just turning to face the cosmos and remembering 
as above, so below. You know, you are much bigger than your physical body. You are connected to the cosmic energies. And by just working with that and co-creating with that, um, we can feel so much more alignment, abundance, ease, self-trust. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, <laughs> wishing you all just the most beautiful, bountiful new moon in Taurus, enjoying this Jupiter and Taurus energy in which we really will be, I think, feeling, and a lot of you have been DMing me, they've already been rolling in some of those big fat, lots of zeros checks and all of that good, fulfilling, consensual, hot sex. So until next week, sending you so much love, wrapping you in stardust. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.